Hello there. It's showtime, Mr. Funny Bones. With your hosts, Tyler Kane and Alex Lyshow, this is Two Clowns and a Goat. We're back again. First podcast of the new year. (laughs) It feels good to be home. Uh, how's your day, how's your day, Keezer? Not too bad. Uh, worked all day. Good. Three o'clock. I just kind of left twenty minutes early. <laughs> That's good. That sounds good. I've been at Chick Fil A for about the past three hours. How was that? How was the? Uh, how are the girls there tonight? <sighs> Amazing, dude. <laughs> I'm telling. Like, I was a little like. There's this one girl. I mean, I have a crush on almost all of them. There's this one I really want to talk to, but she's, like, working by the window. And so there's, like, no opportunity there. It hurts. Okay. <laughs> but it also doesn't hurt because I'm not, like, about to vomit Dr. Pepper. So pros, pros and cons. Uh, how, how'd yours go? Dude, today was wild. Today was wild. Um, ran around all day, printed off resumes, applied to jobs. It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy, yeah, okay. Okay, productive. Yeah. So here's my question to you, though: Are we continuing close encounters now? Okay. So why why don't we start there? Because there's, I mean, there's not really any real updates, but I'll just kind of bring you up to speed on what's going on. Okay. Okay. So I have still been messaging back and forth with this girl pretty much every single day. Now, on and this is after she, you guys didn't go on the date, correct? Yes. Okay. So, on Christmas Eve, um, we were messaging and we were messaging like the night before Christmas Eve, and then I was like, "I'll I'll talk to you tomorrow or something." And like, obviously, I wasn't. I was like busy all day, and so I take a second. I was going to message her, um, and I saw I had someone had tagged me a post on Facebook, and so I opened it, and it was her. Huh. And I'm not going to read the whole thing. Let me pull it back up real quick. Okay, okay. But she had apparently gotten, uh, she had to go to urgent care because she had pneumonia. And she tagged me and like 20 other people in this post about how, you know, she's so thankful for having special people in her life. We're always welcome at her table for Christmas. It's like kind of like the sappy stuff. And she tagged you. Yeah. <laughs> really? What? Yeah. So, and like, I'll, I'll, I'll be brutally. This is an honest podcast. It kind of freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> like, okay. So I don't know. We, what, let, let's take a step back again. You were, you were, you had a date planned with her, correct? Or like, kind of, basically we, set up? Yeah. We sort of like I was, I was fairly certain we were going to go out. Like I was probably like seventy thirty. And uh, and then what? And, what did she say the day of again? Remind me. She like so she had to drive into Athens because she's like out in Lawrenceville, right? So like about like an hour away. Uh, and she said that her brother lost their gate card. That's it. Okay. Complex. Yeah. So that happens, and then. You're saying she tagged you in a post about 
Huh. Yeah. And so it kind of it, it weirded me out a little bit because I don't I think I've brought this up a lot. I don't know what we are. I don't know what sort of label uh, I'm supposed to attach to this. Right. And when she messaged me for Christmas, she was like, or maybe it was something like Christmas or New Year's. I don't remember which one it was. She was like, I'm yeah. so thankful to have you as a friend. And I was like, oh, okay, so we're friends. But nah, no, no, no. That, that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean Yeah, anything. I was like, well, I guess if I had to call her something, I really wouldn't know what to call her either. So I guess friends works. Yeah, um, yeah, that don't don't get hung up on the word friend there. That could mean anything. <laughs> but so I was just a little I was a little uncomfortable with it because like I'm not really a big social media poster, especially sappy social media posts. Yeah. Uh but according to just a few females I've asked, I was told just don't worry about it. She's probably just being an emotional girl. It's not a big deal. <laughs> and I don't really know enough to discredit that, so I'm just kind of like setting it aside. So, how often are you guys texting still? Literally, it's every single day up until yesterday. I didn't message her at all yesterday. Okay. And I haven't messaged her today at all. Okay. So, and I'm just at the point like, like nothing's happening. I don't know what to say. I, I, like, has there been talk of going to dinner? Okay, so here's another here's another update. Um, so she told me that she had a Twitter a couple of days ago and, oh, so I, I, I conversed with her about my whole, I don't know what I'm doing, my job, all this stuff. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Like update. Uh, and she was like, oh, do you have a LinkedIn? I, I know you don't really know what you're doing, but I know I have a ton of people on LinkedIn. I could definitely introduce you to somebody. And yeah. I said, I think LinkedIn is a joke and I don't want to get one. <laughs> <laughs> but she's like, okay, well, if you ever decide to change your mind or you can follow me on Twitter or whatever. Yeah. So I found her Twitter. Uh, okay. And she had a tweet today. I literally just checked it right before. Like, you told me two minutes. I was like, well, let's just see what's going on on Twitter. Oh, boy. And so I don't follow her on Twitter, but I found her Twitter. Because I feel kind of self-conscious about actually, like, the things I tweet and retweet are purely for my own entertainment more than anything. <laughs> okay. Uh, but so she had a tweet today where she was like, um, I don't know how she, she was like, uh, don't you love it when your mentor hears you're in town and drops everything to come and spend all day with you and just talk about your life and all this stuff? And I don't have this confirmed, but so you come into town, I, like it couldn't be anywhere else other than she's in Athens, right? Yeah. And I didn't get a message at all. Oh, I see what you're saying. <sighs> yeah. And now I, it's probably, I'm, hundred percent have nothing confirmed. Might be overreacting. Wait, wait. So the tweet said I I came to go see my mentor. Don't she said it was it wasn't like it was like she said. Don't you love when your mentor hears you're coming into town and drops everything to hang out with you most of the day and talk about life and stuff. Huh. Huh. Exactly. So it could maybe not have been Athens. But where else would she have a mentor? That's what I was thinking. This is interesting. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I'll say if, if she was in Athens, that's not a good sign. No, it's not. But if she was in Athens and didn't text you, that totally conflicts with what she put on Facebook. Yeah. Because, and like, I think I've probably said this, but like, I'm really not good at being friends with girls 
that I don't like if I dated you, I'm really bad at being friends after. I just don't know how to do it. Yeah. And if I am in this weird stage where I'm talking to you, I don't know how to be friends again either. <laughs> well, if that made sense. I don't think you're, I think you need to ask her to dinner. Yeah, but see, I kind of don't want to. <laughs> are you are you done with her? I don't know, dude. Like I, like I've put myself like out. I've asked her to dinner multiple times. I've asked her, you know, what what's going on? Or you know, do you have any free time at all? And she keeps like kind of not really giving me a good answer. And so I'm just like, I'm kind of okay, I guess. I don't know, dude. dude this is weird. It's this weird, is right? Weird. I. So, I, I'm kind of leaning towards, yeah, let's just get back on Close Encounters. And this can just be one of them. Okay, let's get back on Close Encounters. Because honestly, <laughs> dude, I miss it. I miss it, too. I, I miss really the thrill, the rush. It, it's like a little mission you have every little week. Every week. You gotta, was, you gotta get it done. It's like, you know, it's like that TV show that just gets canceled, like, after the first season. You, like, you got to bring it back. It's not fair to the audience. It's not fair to the people. It deserves one another shot. So we're, we'll keep it going. Normally, the third season is the best anyway. So we got to get to season three. Yeah. That's when we really hit our stride. Yeah. See, just got some practice. Season three. That's where we're going to actually start like closing with these girls that we encounter. And then we'll yeah. just have to shut it down because then we'll be dating them. <laughs> but we won't get to that point until yeah. season three. We got to know when we've jumped a shark. Yeah, exactly. Wait, okay, so here's one, here, one final question. How many times have you asked her to hang out? Um, at least five. And this is like, you're, you're not like beating around the bush. You're saying, hey, let's hang out. There was the very first time I asked her to just open everything up. Right. Uh, there was the Monday after graduation. I knew she was still in town packing up. I asked her if she had any time to meet up. Uh, there was with that day she came back to help her brother move in. Okay. Um, she had told me she might have time to meet up, and I was like, "Well, hey, I'm free. I don't have anything going on. I don't work at all. So if you want to meet up, just you know, let me know." And she's like, "Yeah, I will." And then nothing ever happened with that. Uh, there was the time last week. Was it last week? The week before when, whenever we were supposed to have our date, that didn't happen. Um, I think that was the and week then last, yeah, I think it was the week before. I think last week was Christmas. Yeah, uh, and then last week, last Friday, when I was coming back into town, I asked her again just to see, and she said no. So that's not good. <laughs> that's. And, I mean, I feel like because like, like I, I kind of get it. If it really is just complicated, I mean, she is in Lawrence still. Yeah. So I don't know. Oh, whatever. Well, uh, Let's get back into Close yeah. Encounters. If this picks back up, then uh, then we can re like reevaluate. Yeah. So, I mean, if I do end up leaving Athens within the next month and a half or so, I mean, I got to swing and, swing and miss on this, these Chick-fil-A girls. Too. <laughs> right? You have to. I can't, I can't leave this stone unturned. No, you can't. You, you got to shoot your shot or you regret it the rest of your life. Um, uh, so... I want to say that kind of spinning off of close encounters for like the future. I have not had any close encounters lately, but I have a new technique I'm going with. Okay. I 
have grown out a goatee. Now, <laughs> yes. I had to shave it this morning because of the job hunt, but right. it's coming back. I didn't shave for about three weeks. It's the longest I ever had it go. It's, it's, yeah, I know what you mean. It's a difference. Dude, TC, it's a game changer. It is. It's it a is. totally different swagger. <laughs> yep. yep. Like, I, I have such a baby face anyways. I look like I'm 16. <laughs> I'm not what what people would call sexy. I am just like a young child man boy. <laughs> but the second I grow this goatee, I don't know what it is. Something in the air changes. It gets it's a totally different life. Yep. So yep. So I had a goatee. I'm growing it back, like it's gonna be my permanent look now. I gotta start playing okay. around with like how to clean up like the like the neck area because yeah, that got dude, kind I'm of like messy. You, you gotta get a beard trimmer. It's it's yeah, it's so I think cool. I they're do. so good. I don't have one. I, I never <laughs> thought I would buy one, but I gotta buy one. So. Then I want to talk about what we got for Christmas, but the, probably the best gift I got this year was a leather jacket. Oh my god! I've never worn one. I never thought about oh wearing my one. Gosh! I now have a black leather jacket. So it was two days after Christmas. It was, I think it was two days after Christmas. It's when I had that poker night that I told you about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I walk into this poker night with a goatee. And a leather jacket to go play poker. I've never felt like more of a man in my life. It was, it was a great feeling, dude. The only thing missing was a couple stogies. It was great. And I know you've been on this facial hair bandwagon for like four months now. You started it a long time ago. I'm all in with you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, so just I'm just gonna assume you won every hand and didn't lose a dime, I, and I don't need you to correct me on that. Okay, uh, <laughs> because like, so are you rocking more of like a like a 1950s greaser leather jacket, or is it more of like a Top Gun leather jacket look? Oh. <laughs> That's a good question. I would categorize it as I'd probably go greaser. Greaser, okay. Greaser works. I'm gonna confirm that though right now. <laughs> but okay. dude, I mean, it's yeah, it, no, it's greaser. It's greaser. It's not. It's not top down. <laughs> okay, dude, um, it's an absolute game changer. I'm walking through the airport on the way back up here, and I've, <laughs> I've got my my leather on and my beard, and I'm just sitting there thinking, "This is great. <laughs> this is great." <laughs> I don't know, dude. I love it. I love it. It's like a new. It's like a new. Me. You just feel more. You just feel more confident. You do. And the weirdest thing is when you have to shave some of it, and then you feel a little naked. Yeah, today I felt. So, I, it, that's true. That's true. Like after having this much facial hair, I really don't feel like I can ever go back to being like fully shaven ever again. It's not as fun. It's just, it's <laughs> it is. It is kind of fun. You know, and you feel like you're you're warmer. You're keeping your face warm. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. There's a scene in Seventeen again where Zach Efron gets out of his car. You know that scene? Yeah. He's got his white tee on, his leather jacket. He gets out of like his like Mustang to that one song called "The Underdog," and I, he walks into school in like slow mo. <laughs> That's how you feel all the I, time. 
am almost positive this is the second time you've brought up that particular scene from Seventeen again on this podcast. I think it is, dude. I think it is. I, I think it is. Uh, I don't know, dude. It, it's it's great though. It's great. So basically, the point is why I brought that up is the next few close encounters are basically going to revolve around that vibe. So I'm really feeling good about the upcoming encounters that we're going to have. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm pumped. Too. I'm pumped to get back into it. Uh, so we obviously we kind of missed our Christmas episode. Yes, we did. Um, so we're just building hype for next year's Christmas. That's really all it was. <laughs> the market. Um, how did anything major? What like outside the leather jacket? What'd you get? Um, I've got a big snow jacket. Nice. <clears throat> I got another another jacket. So I got three jackets. My brother. <laughs> Dude, my brother got me this sick gift. If you look at the first Home Alone, if you watch the first Home Alone, there's a pizza guy that shows up at the back door. Yeah. Nick found some custom jacket that is that. It's the Nero's Pizza Guy jacket. <laughs> I'm going to go get it right now. And, and it's, it's all white. There's a picture, and I'm t- dude. I gotta make a website for us because we could just post a picture of it on there, but and show our our ten listeners. You got the pizza jacket from Home Alone. Yeah, so it's Little Nero's Pizza, uh, no fiddling around, and it's all white. It's like some sort of like, I'd say it's like silk or satin fabric. It's kind of like <laughs> shiny, and it's all white, and the neck kind of like lining. Is green, white, and red like the Italian flag? Oh my gosh! And it, it, it buttons down. It's oh, dude. It's amazing. It's amazing. I'll send you a link of the one from the movie. <laughs> okay, so I guess my question now is: Why are you wearing the leather jacket? Would <laughs> you be wearing that one to pick up girls? <laughs> that is a good question. I might. You know what I should do? Here it is. I found it. I'll send you it right now. Okay. I think what I should do. Now that I think about it is, I'm going to do one of my close encounters in a leather jacket. Ooh, I love it. Another one in the Nero's Pizza Boy delivery jacket. Yes. And then compare the two results. Yes. 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 Uh, and I feel like you do multiple experiments that way, too. Um, yes. All right. Here comes the picture. That's for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, so I got that. Uh, what else did I get? I get something else good. Oh, oh! My parents got me a book on DMT, the psychedelic. <laughs> what? It's like a drug. It's like a psychedelic drug. Yeah. Why? I sent him a list of like a hundred books. I said, "Give me, give me a few books off of this list. Anything that looks interesting." And they end up getting me the DMT psychedelic drug book. It's called Spirit Molecule. <laughs> they don't know it's about a drug. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was that was the highlight. That was the highlight. What'd you get? Okay, uh, I got a ton of books, some professional-looking clothing, which is going to be great now that I am not taking that job. Nice. Uh, my sister like. Like, we've been, like, she loves getting, like, retro t-shirts, like, like old comic book t-shirts, old nice. movie t-shirts, all this stuff. 
uh, and like we've gotten over that stuff kind of stuff for years. She went and made everyone three pillows out of some of her old t-shirts. So now I have like these three retro pillows. It's like awesome. I never knew like, people sick, could actually man. make things. I felt so bad because I got her. I just got her a ton of stuff off the list. She went and made me this handcrafted thing. <laughs> That's uh, sick. Which I think really just shows the difference between girls and guys again. It does. It really does. Uh, I got uh, a full shirt of the white shirt quotes. Nice. That's and then a drawstring bag just full of office clothes too. (laughs) Drawstring bag. Yeah, drawstring bag. (laughs) My other ones are ripped up, dude. I had to stop. Like, I I got a real backpack like a month and a half ago. Uh, and so now I get to go back to the drawstring. (laughs) Dude, TC, when I think of you in my mind, I think of the drawstring. (laughs) But you're not built for a backpack. You're built I'm not. for a drawstring. That's who I'm you not. are. I'm not. You're too slim. You are. You're too slim and you're too cool for a real backpack, dude. That drawstring, exactly. I've never seen anyone rock it like you do. It's amazing. If I get a real backpack, it makes me feel like I'm taking school seriously. I can't have that. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, that's sick. That's, that's sick. That's sick. What did you give your – What did I give? Yeah. Anything uh, good? So my mom has been on this full binge – like she's gone away from candles. She's now all about the wax melts. Okay. And I'll never say this, but they arguably do smell a lot better. Uh, but it's basically you just like have this little wax melt machine. You put a couple of things of like little blocks of wax in it, and it just burns like a candle. And it's like but a little so, pool of wax, like above the light, right? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Uh, it kind of puts it out like a mist, almost kind of like a, a little Febreze thing. Ah. Um, okay. Yeah, but I went and I ordered her a ton of like. Disney scents off of uh, Redbubble and Etsy. Okay. Uh, so that was great. Got my dad some uh, SEC championship stuff. Nice. Uh, <laughs> and then I got my sister this sweatshirt that had like all the characters from Harry Potter, but as puppies. And so you had like Puppledore. Puppledore. Harry yeah, Harry Pupper. Reminding Granger. It was great. <laughs> That is classic. Dude, good uh, job, TC. I'm proud of you. Those are good gifts. Yeah, I, I was hyped about that. What, yeah, what did you give Nick? What does Nick ask for for Christmas? So I gave, I spent $85 on Nick this year. It was the most I've ever spent. I got him Red, okay. I got him red Dead. Nice. I thought, game. I thought that was a shoe-in. And then I got him a Larry David. Um, it was also off Etsy. It was a Larry David picture. He's in like a Napoleonic army outfit. Oh my gosh. And it's, it's like an eight by 11, like glossy picture that he, he put in a frame and it's up in his room. It's pretty sick. <laughs> it's pretty sick. So I got him that. I got Brienne. Brienne was a big whiff. I got, what? yeah, I got her. Cause she sent us a picture of like these shoes and I don't know how to describe them. They're like boots. And they've kind of got like a little wooden heel that kind of elevates off the ground. They're not high heels, but they're yeah, sure. It's kind of like, wedges. Uh, it, it's kind of like a wedge, but it, the whole bottom isn't full fill in. It's just like a little thing under the heel that sticks down. I'll pretend to understand. Okay, so the little thing under the heel, I'd say it's about an inch in the one that she sent us, like this picture of. So I go to the store. I look around for about an hour, and I finally find them. I'm like, oh, here they are. This is perfect. <laughs> So I buy them. She opens it and she's like, um, "Yeah, these aren't the ones I wanted." And I was like, <laughs> "What?" She's like, "Yeah, I wanted the I wanted the wooden thing under the heel to be longer." 
And I was like, those are exactly the ones you sent me. And so we like compared them again. I was like, that is exactly what you sent me. She's like, now look, it's a little bit longer. And I was like, all right, I'm taking these back. I just sent her 50 bucks on Venmo. See, I, I think that's kind of her fault, though. I think it is. I think, well, there's one more thing, too. Like, I got it the wrong size, but we'll just forget about that. <laughs> uh, like, my sister would never trust me to buy her, like, clothes that she actually wanted. Like, I can go and buy this dumb sweatshirt easy. If I had to buy her shoes or a dress yeah. or, like, anything that actually matters, no way I get it right. Yeah, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm done with clothes for good with her. I'm just going to buy her, like, like, Harry Potter stuff like you did. That's smart. Yes. That Easy is. stuff. Okay, so I got to tell you about my New Year's Day. Please. Because uh, I, I think I probably told you some of it when we were on the phone that day. But so my room, because I live downstairs in people's basement, and I have this, their basement bedroom that has a bathroom across the hall. Right. But there's this whole apartment down there because, uh, like, her parents live down there with her. Um, so it's like it's got a giant living room, a giant entryway, a kitchen, and a bedroom. And so there's a guy that's, like, a couple years older than me. He's running it out from him. Uh, but he invited like everyone from our church over for a breakfast brunch, kind of like around 11 o'clock. Okay. And it was, it was great. I've never understood like more fully understood the cake part of the pancakes until I had his pancakes. They were that <laughs> Really? Yeah. I've never had better pancakes in my life. Wow. Uh, that's big. So I gorged myself on pancakes, went and played some football, played some games, nice. like two o'clock. We sit around, we watch some TV. It's about 3 o'clock. They've been there since 11. I'm feeling like, all right, everybody's got to be leaving soon. 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, no one's leaving. Like, there's still two families here. Wow. And all of these kids will not leave me alone. That's, <laughs> like, really the downside to being uh, <laughs> a famous, I guess, podcast producer. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> But I couldn't get these people to leave me alone. It's like 5.30. I'm dying. And how old are these kids again? There's one of them that's in high school okay. that would not stop. He, he just committed to Air Force oh. uh, as a punter. So, like, good for him. Oh. But I, like, cannot get him to leave me alone. He keeps talking to me about how cool it's going to be. He's going to be on TV. <laughs> yeah. How he just fits in better with the college kids because he's so mature. And I'm just sitting there, like, I, like I'm in my room trying to close the door on him so I can just like get like two seconds of peace and quiet. Yeah. And then there's like all these 10 and 11 and 13 year olds just like trying to talk to me. They're trying to play Madden. They're trying to play Fortnite. Wow. I'm just like, just leave me alone, please. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. Uh, so they finally left like around like six 30. Uh, and, and I just like dipped out as soon as they were gone. I'm like, all right, I'm out of here. <laughs> it sounds yeah. wild, man. Yeah. How was so, how was the night? I assume I'm assuming no New Year's kiss. No, me neither. No, me no neither. So we'll just skip over that. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you... so I held my cousin's baby again. How'd that go? Improvement? It was an improvement. I held okay. him like three okay. times. He cried twice. So two or three. Well, I guess one out of three ain't bad. That, no, hey, that's shooting 66%. But you should have seen, dude. Like, this baby's laying on the ground at Christmas, and everyone in the house is, like, hovering over him. It was just nuts. And he's getting his diaper changed. My mom's wiping his butt crack. <laughs> and all these people are just standing over him, just watching him. It was, it was wild, dude. It was wild. <laughs> that's my kid's story. 
Not nothing like yours with fifteen year old punters. <laughs> okay. So I have three more things I want to bring up before we get into football and we have a lot to get into about football. Yes. Uh but so during this whole Christmas New Year's thing, I had two revelations. Okay. Uh one of them, and I think I texted you and Arnav about this, was for that Star Wars uh shoot, was like fifth thirteen thirteen game. Yes. Yes. I'd never seen that before and it looked amazing. And then from there I got hooked on all the old Republic like cinematic trailers and the Knights of the Old Republic cinematic trailers. Such a good game, dude. And I like am so sad we'll never get a good Star Wars game again. Dude, there someone's gotta come around. You know what I've wanted forever? You know what I've really wanted since I was a child? What? I want I want a Death Star run. I want a yes. game where I could get in the trenches of the Death Star. And it's, I want it to be almost impossibly hard. I want it to be so real, realistic, hard. And, and you've yes. got to hit the one in a million shot like Luke did. That's what I want. <laughs> Could you imagine a Star Wars game, but like Red Dead Redemption? Dude, that would be sick. That would be so cool, right? Dude, oh my gosh. Why has no one made that? I don't know, but that would be amazing. So you never played Next to the Old Republic, was... did you? No, I never have to play it. Dude. I, I'm, I'm like living it now. I've been watching like a couple playthroughs. Dude, go. It, I'm sure it's backwards compatible now. You could probably go to like GameStop, buy it for 10 bucks, and play. It's so fun, dude. I don't doubt it. But so that was one revelation. Okay. The other revelation was you know that movie they play in Home Alone they play to scare the bad guys yeah yeah Angels with Filthy Souls I didn't know it was a fake movie yeah oh yeah it's a fake movie that's definitely fake <laughs> and this... I had no idea all my life I thought like it was just a real old movie no. that they were just playing clips from it's fake yeah fake movie fake movie the first one is Angels with Fil- Filthy Souls and the second oh. one it's Angels with Even Filthier Souls <laughs> that blew my mind like yeah. I was legitimately just like I, I couldn't get over that all day. Yeah. Also, spinning off the Home Alone thing, that Google commercial. Oh, amazing. Amazing. It, it just makes me smile. It's one of the greatest commercials I've seen all year. It, it, dude, it really is. It, <laughs> I might put it in my top 10 commercials ever. It's, it's just that I good. Too. I mean, Macaulay Culkin, for, as weird as he has become, he pulled it together for that shoot. <laughs> like, he nailed it. Did you see that he's changing his name? Yeah, to Macaulay Culkin, Macaulay Culkin, Macaulay, 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 Macaulay Culkin, Culkin. Culkin. Yeah. <laughs> He's nuts, dude. Have you been on his oh. website? I didn't even know he had a website. Yeah, so he went on, uh, where did you see the Macaulay, Macaulay, Culkin, Culkin thing? Was that on Fallon? Reddit. <laughs> okay, so he goes on to Fallon, and he, he presents, like, the poll. He, he had four options for what he was changing his name to. One was, I think one was Macaulay, Kevin McAllister, Culkin. And it was like two of those. I don't remember what they were. But he just goes on these comedy shows to promote his website called Bunny Ears. <laughs> Dude, if you go check it out, it's one of the weirdest. This, this, is, this, is what it, this is what it reads on Google. If you type in Bunny Ears. Bunny Ears. Macaulay Culkin's gentle internet hug. Bunny Ears. That's on Google. 
That's what you click. <laughs> and then you go into it. It's like this lifestyle website. It is just weird, dude. <laughs> weird. <laughs> you got to check it out. I think I'm on it. Does it have little like bunny ears on the E? Yeah, there's, yeah, it's purple. Oh, oh yeah, I'm on it, dude. I feel like I'm looking at a full page website of those ads that pop up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you go down a little bit, there's a video of the week down on the right, and it shows him, and he's like his whole thing is he wears these bunny ears. Yep, found it. Like in real life, he's got to be one of the weirdest guys alive. You, you got, dude. You, I went through this a couple weeks ago. You got to go through this when we're done here and just say, "But I mean, uh, like, what am I reading here?" I mean, dude, if this guy can get a website, <laughs> yeah, I- exactly. So you, that, that's something you got to check out. <laughs> oh my God. horoscope! Which type of flu will kill you when the pandemic hits? <laughs> oh, but th- there's the big button. Vote on Max name. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> Let's see what the options are after the load. But, dude, yeah, you go watch his Fallon interview. The dude's just, he's wild. I mean, because as crazy as he is, like, I feel like he's just, like, honestly embraced it, which is respectful. He has. He knows he's weird and he lives it. All right, here are the options Macaulay, Macaulay, Culkin, Culkin. That, that got 61,000 votes. That one okay. won by like seven times. Wow. Macaulay Shark Week Culkin. Macaulay Kieran Culkin, which is his brother's name. <laughs> the one that pees. Remember him? He always drinks the yeah. goat. Yeah. Macaulay the McRib is back Culkin. <laughs> Here's a good one. Macaulay Publicity Stunt Culkin. <laughs> what a nut, dude. What a nut. Okay, so is there, there's one more thing. Yeah, yeah. So let's go ahead and get to our next segment real quick, just because this is going to take a while, and the absolute last thing I need is to get cut off mid-sentence. Okay. Okay, so I need you to, like, 100% serious for a sec, okay? Okay, yeah, I'm locked in. Because I honestly don't know if we've ever talked about this. It's a little surprising if we haven't, because it's kind of a big deal. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's been like, like ever since like freshman year of college, this has kind of been like an up and down roller coaster for me too. Okay. Like hundred percent serious, hundred percent serious. So I found this other podcast. I was listening to it like on the way home for like Christmas break. Okay. Uh, it's called wild things. Okay. It's all about Bigfoot. Sorry, sorry. Got to get serious. Continue. <laughs> Continue, sir. So, like, because you get on those late night YouTube binges, and yep. if you stay on there long enough, it's like every road leads to Rome. Every video will eventually lead to Bigfoot. You can avoid it. And, dude, there's some, there's some good videos out there, man. I'm telling you. But she, this report, she's a legitimate, like, honest-to-goodness reporter. She did it for like some New York magazine and then NPR. And then she found out she was actually related to like a respected scientist in Washington who was like a diehard Bigfoot guy, but like all about the science of it. And so okay. she went and was like just doing all this science stuff about Bigfoot in a podcast. And 
So, like, what are your thoughts just initially? My thought, you mean just my general thoughts on the Bigfoot? Yes. I am a non-believer. Oh, my god, Bigfoot atheist. (laughs) Okay. All right. So, let me just outline it real quick. I don't think Bigfoot is some sort of supernatural creature. He doesn't have any magic powers. He's just this big walking gorilla. So you think Bigfoot is a gorilla? Not like a like a like big like a whatever you want to call it, some sort of primate. Okay, okay. That walks on two legs. Okay, okay. okay. So, <laughs> can you please respect this? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm pouring myself water. I'm <laughs> battling through this trench of a conversation with you. <laughs> continue, continue. So I'm I'm locked in right now. Now, she went through this whole, like, evolution <laughs> thing about it that I basically just skipped the whole episode because I could care less about that. But there is this, like, back in, like, 2014, there was this group of, like, a forest, like, a foresting company, and they were scouting some forests up in, like, the Oregon-Washington area, and they came across these giant nests on the ground, and, like, when I say like giant, it was like like almost six by eight feet. Yeah. Like big, big nest. And when I say nest, it was like a bird's nest. Like it was mixed with bark and giant tree branches and leaves and like packed so that like it would stay a little bit above the ground. Mm. But like curved like an actual nest. And so they didn't know what it was. And so they let, uh, I think it was called the Olympus Project, which is like, a privately funded Bigfoot research group. Like they gave them the keys. They said, you have like four years to research this before we have to go tear it down. We'll do some other projects and come back. Uh, and so they've been like researching it ever since then. They've had experts come out. It's not bears. It's nothing gorillas do. They don't know what it is. Okay. And so like, and then she went and she interviewed like all these people, these like ex army rangers, these Marines. She talked to scientists from, like all over the country, I 100% like think that it's definitely probably out there. So let me let me just get this straight. You think Bigfoot exists because they found some nests in the woods? Not just the nest. So there's this one video. I feel like I probably sent it to you and you probably just ignored it. I think I sent it to you and Jeff like two years ago. It's this guy down in the Everglades, and he's just rowing a canoe. Okay. And he sees this giant thing, like, just walking through the water, and then it just dives under. And it totally looks like some sort of really big gorilla. <laughs> and I will 1,000% refind it and resend it to you. But then I was watching this other video last week that was filmed, like, two months ago. This guy is, uh, I don't remember what state he's in. But he's, like, boar hunting, and he just sees this thing about, like, 20 yards away, just sitting down, like, picking at a tree and, like, breaking off bark and throwing it aside. And then it stands up, and it's just enormous. And is it is the video, like, fuzzy? Is it, like, off in the distance, or is it there? Like it's behind, not. It's, like, always behind, like, their a phone. branch. <laughs> it's always behind a branch, or they're filming with a potato. It's not. It's not like bad quality. It's just hard to see because it's a phone camera. They're holding it one while he's like on a canoe. One guy doesn't want to get closer because he doesn't know what it is and he's scared. But 
like I, I, like I think it's way more fun to believe that it's real. And that whole thing, you know, when we did that podcast episode about that hidden treasure up and whatever. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that the other day. We go up there. I'd totally be looking for Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> you find the treasure. I'll look for Bigfoot. <laughs> You'd be searching your whole life. <laughs> TC, I let, let me let me tell you something. I tuned into a show one time that claimed it had video of a mermaid. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> For yeah, like a for like a week or two, they promoted we have live footage of a mermaid, and I was freaking out. I was like, <laughs> "This is legit!" And then I tuned in, and about fifteen minutes in, they showed the video, and it was literally CGI. Yeah, and that is what you're seeing in these Everglades videos. And wherever these other no, ones no, no, these are guys who probably work in a special effects department. No, they have a shaky camera like Paranormal Activity. It's grainy. It's always a little bit dark out, and the Bigfoot is always like kind of blending in with the trees. You, you can be if you want to sit there in your non-belief atheist whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. But don't you dare start attacking my beliefs. This is America, and this is a free podcast. And I think I'm going to officially name this uh, an official Bigfoot podcast. I'm a Bigfoot atheist. I'm a non-believer. Okay, so we have balance. It works out. <laughs> so together, this is just a Bigfoot agnostic podcast. We need, okay. we need separation between state and Bigfoot. <laughs> Those can't combine. They can't collide. Okay, well, I'm sending you those videos anyway. You're going to see, and you're going to start asking questions. And you don't ever have to admit to me you're asking them. But I know you'll be wondering. The only questions I'll be asking is, how does he believe this is real? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we'll we'll get we'll circle back to this eventually. I fully believe you're going to change your mind one day, and I'll be here for you. That'll so, be our next emergency podcast, when one of yes. us sees Bigfoot. Oh, my gosh, yes. Totally down for that. If you ever see Bigfoot, you call him, the other person up immediately say, it's time to emergency pod. Drop what you're doing. <laughs> okay, so something else I want to bring up real quick before we get to football. Uh, because you kind of exposed our podcast to the world. I did. I did. So we legitimately might actually have listeners now. <laughs> like less, Like less than 30, which is good because that's like 30 more than we had. Uh, but so I'm just curious did you make Brianne feel guilty about this because I totally would have I and also I haven't told her yet oh okay 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 that works out uh how um like did anyone say anything about anything at all yeah so uh, dude honestly got it's like people are very excited that they found it because they think it's hilarious so most of the so most of them are just these girls, all my friends, and they just skip the middle section about fantasy and NFL, and they okay. listen to the first fifteen minutes and the last fifteen minutes. <laughs> 15 minutes. Which is fair. Yeah, which is, which fair. is fair. But those I, are gonna be I've got that hold up. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. The other thing, the stuff in the middle, it's week to week. Yeah, that's true. So uh, they've liked 
that it's just I've gotten compliments on it, it, it's exactly what this is what she said it's exactly what I expected two dudes shooting the breeze talking about girls it's great <laughs> I've gotten compliments on the audio quality and I said which is pretty huh? insane <laughs> our first audio quality was pretty bad from what I remember yeah and this thing drops out like every one like every probably 30 minutes like every single out. week we this, we're Fingers crossed, we haven't had any problems so far. But I, I think there might be episodes where there are like entire twenty-minute segments that are just silent. <laughs> I really do. Because I don't know, but I literally like I don't listen to the segments that I put in order. Like I kind of figure out which ones. All right, this goes here. This goes here. This goes here. Yep. But if it cuts out in the middle of it, I would never know. Oh I, yeah, I don't listen to the whole thing. I can't. I can't listen to myself. Like. When we were in the office and a couple of them started playing one of them, and I was like, "No, I can't listen to this. Like, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Like, I just can't listen to myself talk. I don't know why. I can't either. Uh, but okay, well, because we did actually have I like our iOS is now leading our category. Uh, we had a review. Did you see the review? I have not seen the review. What did it say? Okay. Uh, uh, you gotta go. You gotta go find yourself. I want your initial reaction, and I don't even know how to pull up on my phone. <laughs> okay, hold up. <laughs> okay. All right, so let's get into some football, the part that everyone's been waiting for. Let um, us do it. Let us do it. Okay, so quick college recap. Um, pretty much every bowl game was about as bad as I expected. Yep. Uh, the Oregon game was honestly worse than I expected. Did you see the score for that? No, I didn't see the Oregon game, no. Okay, well, Oregon lost 10-7. to 7. <laughs> <laughs> The over-under was 40. That was amazing. Um <laughs> So I think it's like the lowest scoring Oregon game I've ever watched in my life. Dude, um, Oregon is just, they're irrelevant now. They really, oh, yeah. they really are just, I mean, that was like four years ago. They were in the national championship, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hellfreak was not able to bring that team back. Uh, and I, I don't know what they're going to do, but so, but Justin Herbert is now staying at college. For yep. Year, yep. Which is probably the biggest Oregon news to come out. Yep. Um, because that now leaves Dwayne Haskins as a lot of people's quarterback one, and he might stay in college another year. Today he said he was 50-50. He's got to come out. So, I mean, if he doesn't come out, this is officially like the worst quarterback draft of – I mean, like it's got to be like the past 10 years, easy. If he Maybe doesn't more. come out, we've got uh, the guy from Missouri. Yeah, Drew Locke. Some guy from Duke. Yeah, I think the Duke guy is what most people are going to say is the new number one. If yeah. he doesn't come out, yeah. but I don't know his name, and I just kind of doubt he's that good for no real reason. He's from Duke. He's from Duke. He can't be that good. Yeah, I think that's uh, it, dude. We might I, uh, if Haskins doesn't come out, which I think he's going to. I mean, Urban's leaving. He just had the bet was it the best season Big Ten ever. Yeah, something like that. He led the completion percentage for sure. He's got to come out. He's got to come out. He'll he'll go first round and make a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, but I think this definitely reinforces, like, the Jags don't need to get rid of Bortles. The Giants don't need to get rid of Eli. Like, Broncos, Vikings, just hold on one more year, and then you can get all these guys coming back out in 2020. Yeah, next year's going to be a big year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, So... Georgia laid an egg. Jo- dude, uh, Georgia, they just don't know how to win the game. They don't know how to win the big game. That, that's yeah. all you can say. I will, <laughs> Dude, Lil Jordan Humphrey, 
He's good. He's Sick. good. I think he's a first-round talent. He looked better than uh, Colin Johnson to me. He did. He did. I, I think Johnson, he doesn't get the separation kind of that he needs to get. Yeah. But, like, he has such a good catch radius. That one catch he made down the sideline. Yeah, that season. was nice. That was really nice. Uh, but like, little Jordan Humphreys, is, like, he reminds me so much of, like, his catch and run of DeAndre Hawkins. Dude, yeah. Uh, He's got a, kind of just, like, that flailing type of body. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I really want him. He's still deciding if he's going to come out or not. Colin Johnson is staying in school. He announced that today. So he'll be back for senior year. Wow. Um, yeah. It's so going to be a weak I draft. I know. So Humphreys, I really want him to come out. I really want the Jets to take him <laughs> so bad. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I, as from just a demigod against Alabama, because that's really what it looks I, like. I I yeah, it. I can't figure it out. Because he didn't look good. He was missing – he missed probably four or five throws that were open. Yeah. And that's what he's been doing all year except for that Bama game. Yeah. And he's done it twice now against Bama where he – I don't know how he does it, but I do like that he plays his best game in the biggest spots. That's uh, – yeah. That's NFL. Against the best team. Yeah, yeah. against the best team. So, uh, yeah, Fromm didn't look good. Honestly, George I mean, is just—they're just not—they're yeah. just not that good. Like that one interception from three, I think it was like the third quarter. He was under pressure, mm-hmm. falling back, mm-hmm. back, heaved it. That was one of the most boneheaded throws I've seen from him ever. That, that, that's a throw that I would make playing football, <laughs> just like launching one up randomly. <laughs> that, that was a horrible Uh-oh. throw. Ellinger, though, dude. My gosh, Ellinger's <laughs> legit. I didn't see it until I think it was their coach was like we're talking about how the coach made the Tim Tebow comparison. Yeah, spot on. Yeah, totally dude. spot on. Dude, all I know is for someone to take over my beloved Shane Bouchelle, for someone <laughs> to beat him out, he's got to be really good. And Ellinger, oh yeah, Ellinger is really good. Yeah, I I loved how he played. Um, I can't imagine how upset diehard Georgia fans were watching him score a running touchdown, running touchdown, <laughs> running touchdown. Because it was, oh man! But uh, Holyfield did not get the ball enough. Nope. He's clearly the best running back on the team. Yep. He has been for the past few weeks. Yep, he's good. Months. He's good. Um, and then the other biggest thing to me was uh, Nada and Nicole Harmon both had two catches for eight yards combined. Uh, Nada is a just continually a disappointment. I remember when he came in like three, four years ago, and it was like, oh, we have not a number one tight end of the country. The dude's invisible on game day. Yeah. I mean, he, like, he reminded, like, he, his best game was against both Alabamas. Like, yeah. Smart. I mean, it's just weird. So, I don't know. I, I, I think Georgia probably needed this loss. Um, I, I mean, I saw storylines. Kirby Smart was very unhappy with the practice going into it. Yep. A lot of players weren't taking it seriously. Yep. Baker wasn't playing now, which I do think probably contributed yep. a lot. So, who knows? Hopefully, they learn from this. Uh, but, I mean, they'll still be top of the table next year for sure. It, it's great, though, to have Texas back. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, dude, they're tough. It, they are. Uh, I honestly probably would have been more scared of their <laughs> offense than I was of Oklahoma's offense. Yeah. Just because – like with Texas, their run game is pretty decent, and they have two really good wide receivers that could honestly dominate your defensive backs. Yeah, yeah. And 
And, and Texas is – I don't know how they did it on the defensive line. They swallowed up Georgia's offensive line. Like, they, they were – They did. They were out physicalizing them. That was a horrible word. All yeah, same thing. Long. <laughs> same thing with the – like, their, their trenches were way better than Georgia's that whole game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fromm was constantly under pressure. The run game could not go up the middle. I mean, it was bad. Yeah. Uh, so, they'll probably be pretty high ranked next year. Georgia's going to be back up there. Um, we're just kind of making a little transition here. Uh, so you're off the Lincoln Riley bandwagon now. Well, <laughs> I think I am. I think I'm off Lincoln Riley. I think he needs probably ten more years of experience. The dude is what? It's probably accurate. What is he? I. Something like that. But, I mean, he came out and said he was definitely staying in Oklahoma. They gave him an extension and the pay raise. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, yeah. He's staying in Oklahoma. I think it's a good move for him. And after watching the Bama-Oklahoma game, especially the first half, I was like, this guy's not an NFL coach. Second half, yeah. they looked better. But, I mean, it was the second half. You guys were up pretty big. We were just running the ball over and over again. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. So. Okay. So. Lincoln's good, but I'm I'm. I'm I'm glad he, he went back and he's not going to Green Bay. And, like, this is just me. Uh, because people want to talk about, you know, you want these young offensive head coaches. You want the good minds. Yeah. And you look at people like Shanahan or uh, Matt Nagy or, you know, even uh, Shane, Sean McAvey. Yep. Like, their play calling is really what makes them good coaches. You watch Lincoln Riley, and last year it was Baker Mayfield making incredible plays. This year it was Kyler Murray making incredible plays. I really haven't seen, oh, my gosh, what a great play call. Like, I feel like I say that almost every single time I watch a Shanahan game. What a great play call. Yeah. Um, That makes me definitely a little bit wary, too. Uh, It might be good just kind of let someone else take him. That's a good point. And, And all these offensive geniuses now that are being just, like, heralded this year, McVay, Nagy, all these guys, I want to see how they do in the playoffs. That's going to be huge, and we're definitely going to talk about that a little bit more. Um, but so, just yes or no, would Kyler Murray make it in the NFL? No. Yeah. Okay. Me too. No. He's, I was he's arguing way with too fragile. Fifteen minutes about that. There's no way he would make it. No, but he's not making throws where you're like, "Oh, that's an NFL throw." He's not throwing people open. He's he had that one great throw on the run for the touchdown. That was a nice throw. Yes. That was a nice throw, but it was probably. Like that one, he had a deep one down the sideline instead of the first touchdown, and that was the only two throws. I was like, "Yeah, those are really good throws." Dude, he would be battered in the NFL by three hundred fifty pound defensive lineman. The dude's tiny. Yeah, he's too small. And I'm not saying that a small quarterback couldn't make it because I mean he's not probably much smaller than Russell Wilson was when Russell came out, but he. Like he's so fast, but he runs way too much. Yeah, there was so many times like. I felt like his first instinct was to try to – he had one read and he was out. Yep. yep. Um, and that's not good. You need him to stand no, in not. there. No, it's not. So, uh, I mean, I pretty much expect Alabama to win on Monday. Be the same? Yes. They're going to win by 13. 13? I think that's a good call. Yeah. I'm super excited for it, though. I, I, I don't know. It's going like to be a good game. It's going to be a good game. I mean, Clemson is the one team that can beat you guys. Yes. I mean, yes, they can definitely sure. win. Clemson's good. Uh, Lawrence is looking very good. He's making like he, – he, dude, he's 19. 
he's making throws where I'm like, okay, yeah. like that is a big time yeah. throw, like up the and, seam over the linebacker in between the safety. Yeah, they have really good wide receivers. Justin Ross is going to be an amazing talent. Yep. Uh, and the only other thing I'm going to say is, I think from week one, I said Notre Dame was going to be overrated. Yes, you did. Here we are, dude. They should not have made it in. No, they shouldn't have. But I mean, it's just the way the rankings work. People had Michigan so high, yeah. And Notre Dame beat them, so obviously, like, it just never dropped down. Yeah, uh, they're they're awful though. They, they and you just knew going in it was going to be a butt kicking. I think everyone knew it was just yeah. it was awful. It was an awful game. Okay, so let's finish this up. Uh, you pick who is you? Who you want the Packers' first round pick to be? Just the very first one. <sighs> So we picked twelfth. Yeah, I haven't. So I have not been sold on one guy yet. But okay, I do know I want an edge rusher. Okay, I don't know who. With the second pick, I would like an offensive lineman. Yeah, gosh. So mine's pretty much honestly the same. Uh, yeah. I want Josh Allen very, yep. very, very badly. Okay. Uh, so you're sold on. Know... Say what? You're sold on Josh Allen. Uh, I'm sold on Josh Allen. Okay, I think uh, pairing him up with Darren Lee yeah. would give the Jets like just a huge boost on the defense. It would probably like after that we'd only need probably one more corner, and we could survive one year without a corner. Okay. Um, but uh, I feel like we're probably going to have to go offensive line as bad as it is. You have, dude. If you guys pick five offensive linemen this year, you should be, you would be thrilled. You need to oh. shore that up for him for the future. Oh yeah. So I, I think Josh Allen is probably going to be the best value pick we can get at three. Anyone else would probably be a reach. Like Jonah Williams is good, but we need a center more than we need a tackle. Yeah. And so I really want to take Josh Allen, and then our next pick is in the third round. Fingers crossed we can hit hit the money on that. But you, you could go wide receiver there probably and have like an impact guy in the in Yeah. The you could, if, if Lil Jordan's there, I definitely want Lil Jordan <laughs> 100%. Dude, no uh, way Lil Jordan falls to the third. I, he's going to be that guy that blows us up at the combine. He's going to – like screw over everyone else has had him as a deep sleeper. I could see him going to like the Patriots at like 28-29 the first round. Oh, man, I hope not. Dude, Hunter Renfro has to go to the Pats. Dude, I love Renfro. I love that dude. Oh, he could totally be a Packer too. Oh gosh. Oh I'd my gosh, he could slot. totally be a Packer. I love him in the slot up in Green Bay. <laughs> dude, his girlfriend is gorgeous. Yes, his, she is. His fiance actually. Oh man, and that's so sad. It, it is, but dude, now if you pair him up with Fromm in New England, that would be good. That I could see. For that would be years. <laughs> okay, so well, let's mention another wide receiver that's pretty heavy in the news. Uh, what's your take on everything, Antonio? You know, he's he's the second best wide receiver I've ever seen play behind Megatron. Yeah, I'd probably go Mega. A.B. fits Julio. That's, that's probably how I would do it with my own eyes that I've seen. Yeah. But you got the whole thing with him throwing furniture off the balcony. He had a weird year this year. You had him with a 100-mile-an-hour speeding ticket. You had him in the, with a Facebook post last year. I forgot what he said after the game. Remember yeah. that? The Facebook in, Live? In, in OTAs, he figured out that Big Ben wasn't coming, so he showed up and then just left. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he fly People in on a helicopter? That. Yeah, he flew in on the helicopter. I remember that. Last, he had a very weird year. Yeah, last night he got eliminated from the mask. 
Yeah, yeah. Have you seen that show? Uh, yeah, it's, it's like I don't. I like it's like he just broke. Like something happened and he just snapped. I, I like, don't know. I don't know what's going on. I still think he's the second, the, the best wide receiver currently in the league. But I am just so anti diva wideouts, and he's never been like that before. Yeah. It's weird. So my whole perspective is changing. He's what thirty one. Yeah. I mean, I don't. He's a twenty million dollar cap hit. I don't know who's going to take him. I don't either. Maybe the Niners. The, he would be like putting him on the Niners would elevate their offense so much. But I feel like Shanahan's too smart to make that move, no matter how badly. He yeah, passes. dude, Shanahan could work wonders with Antonio. Put him. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. I mean, the impulsive part of me is saying, "Let's go get Antonio," because if you have Devontae on one side and Antonio on the other, it's unstoppable. Oh yeah, for sure. And, and we um, we need a fast wide receiver to get separation because all of our wide receivers are so slow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and to be fair, a few of them are rookies, and I do expect that problem to get fixed. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, that would be unstoppable. Uh, the Jets could definitely use him. Where they, we have probably enough cap to take it, but I don't want him. Uh, we don't need. We finally are just ridding a locker room of toxicity. We don't need more of it. Yeah, you don't need it, and. and... I, it'll be like probably someone like the Bengals or, you know, <laughs> you know, someone that always has character issues. They'll pick them up. Yeah. Yeah. But so I, I think that's going to be probably the biggest storyline to watch after the Super Bowl is what happens yeah, there. I agree. I agree. Um, now, do you want to talk playoffs or do you have something else you want to bring up? Let's talk. I actually, I want to tell you this real fast. Hold on. So, I made the biggest bet of my life last week. <laughs> okay. I got a $100 uh, like Christmas bonus from work. It was like, oh, just like they gave us all a $100 bill. Nice. And so I was like, all right, let's, let's, let's make some money on this. So I put $100 on Seattle to win the Super Bowl. Ooh. At 30 to 1 odds. Interesting. So if they win, I'm I hit a three thousand dollar win. That's amazing. I yeah. feel very, very good about it. So because I know a while ago you I can't remember who else you called, but you called the Cowboys for it, didn't you? Yeah, so I was with I was on Cowboys in Seattle and then somewhere in there Seattle just really started growing on me. Remember, remember the beginning of the year where everyone bailed on Seattle? Yep. And it was, it was like, I think the week before the season started, and I said, TC, I said, on the pod, I said, TC. I remember. I remember. My bold prediction for the year is that Seattle is going to win the division. Yep. Now, they didn't do that. But no. I'm a believer, dude. There's something going on in Seattle. Russell's playing his best ball I've ever seen him play. He's on fire. Yep. The running game will travel to the Superdome, will travel in the cold. And their defense is playing solid. I think they're winning the whole thing. Very excited. I, I, I can definitely see it. Um, and uh, props to you. And we're going to go over this whenever we do our uh, year in review. Yes. Um, to give ourselves credit where credit is due. Yes. Uh, <laughs> now, 
how confident so because on paper I think the Cowboys have a very good chance to win this game. Yeah, I think they do too. Uh, I think uh Shaquille Griffin is questionable right now. He's their best corner by far this yep, year. Yep. And if he's out, I think Cooper is gonna probably just open up the offense enough where Zeke doesn't have to worry about not having any room to run. Yeah. I I'm feeling very good that Seattle goes in there and wins. They're okay. they're gonna stop the run and they're gonna be just fine. They're gonna stop the run and they're gonna be just fine. Even okay. if even if Shaquille Griffin is out, they're gonna be fine, dude. <laughs> Russell, you give Russell the ball late in the game on the road in the playoffs. I'm not sure I'd rather have it in anyone else's hands right now. Oh no, I wouldn't either. So See, I'm at the same point I was at the beginning of the season where I know I shouldn't bet against Russell Wilson, but I'm still going to take the Cowboys anyway. Dude, don't do it. They lost the Colts 20-0. to zero. Which is just weird to me, but I think the Colts are on fire right now. They um, are. They are. Yeah, so I- I'm still taking the Cowboys. I'm taking Seattle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm taking Seattle. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, dude, that game's going to look so great. In Jerry World, two of the biggest brands in football. Oh, yeah. oh it's going to be a great game. I can't wait, dude. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the Colts. Okay. Um, I really, really, really want the Texans to win this game so bad, but I just know they're going to choke it. And Andrew Luck's just coming in, and he's just going to throw fire all game. Dude, yeah, uh, the, the Colts are winning this game. Yeah, I, it's like the Texans don't have a secondary. I think the Colts' defense is playing underrated right now. And just a side note, like – I know the Colts are good, and I know last week the Colts-Titans was, like, basically a playoff game. But I honestly think the hardest game for me to watch in the NFL is a Colts-Titans game. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what it is, but I I think part of the reason was because it was Blaine Gabbert was starting. I just – everyone knew the Titans weren't going to win it. It didn't matter how much was on the line. It was just such a hard game to watch. I feel like every year, like, those games are so hard to watch. Yeah, I fell asleep during it. Yeah, I fell asleep. Uh, so, I think Andrew Luck takes care of this. Not pretty easy. I think Deshaun's going to give him a fight, but I, I don't see them losing it. I, yeah, I see the Colts winning that one by four. Ooh, I, I think it's going to be like a solid like 10-point game. It, it's it's going to be – I think it's going to come down to the wire. It's going to be Luck needing a drive, and he's going to – He's going to put on his helmet, cover up his bald spot, and hit the field. <laughs> oh, man. But if Deshaun wins this game, I'm like, oh, man, I'll freak out. Uh, so, so other AFC, Chargers, Ravens. Um, I feel like the easy pick is probably the Chargers. Is that who you're picking? <sighs> yeah, I think it is. I think it is. I am picking the Ravens. I love it. Why? You have a West Coast team that's played in the heat all year, flying five hours to Baltimore, three-hour time change, in the cold, against that defense, enemy stadium. It's over. The Chargers are not winning that game. That's a really good point. See, I feel like – I feel like the Chargers can operate off a run-heavy play-action offense, too. They just haven't had to. Okay. Uh, Melvin Gordon's had, like, almost four weeks of rest, basically. 
he has have more than 20 carries like two times this year. I think he's rested up, his knee's healthy, they can go in and they can grind it out. Okay. And I think their defense is good enough to limit the run game for the Ravens. Which sucks because the best Super Bowl, like by far this year, would 1,000% be Bears Ravens. Okay, stop it. Come on. That we would finally get like a, a three to seven Super Bowl win. That would be amazing. No, we want Chiefs Seattle. That's what we want. Oh, whatever, dude. I would sit there and watch a defensive game all day. <laughs> okay, so. You you believe in Philip Rivers to go on the road and win a playoff game? No, but I I can't I can't take the rave. I just don't see how you can go into a playoff game having watched the Ravens just run the ball, run the ball, run the ball almost eight weeks in a row and not figure out how to stop it. Like it doesn't make sense. Like I'm I feel like the Chargers have the Chargers have a good defense. They have a good enough defense to stop yeah, a lot. They do. They do. There's no reason they should be able they have good corners. Like they should be able to stop this offense pretty easily. And I know like that doesn't always translate on the field, but I, I just don't feel I, I don't think I can take the Ravens yet. So T C can you remind me of the last time that these two teams played? No, I can't actually. It was two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. It was two weeks ago. Can you tell me where that game was played? It was it was in Baltimore. It was in L.A. Wasn't it? I have absolutely no idea. It was in L.A. And the Ravens beat them 22 to 10. This was two weeks ago. Nothing has changed. And now they're going on the road. 15? This was week, um, I think it's 16. It was a Saturday night game. Okay. Ravens did Melvin Chargers. play in that game? Uh, yes. Yes, he did. Okay. Well, this isn't looking good for me, is it? <laughs> it it's not looking good at all. You okay, know, so you learn more from a loss than you do from a win. Philip Rivers put up five points for me. This was in the this was in the fantasy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that game. That's right. <laughs> this is in the fantasy championship, dude. Okay. He's a joke. Yeah, it was at home. It was in LA. Twenty-two to ten. Philip Rivers. Here's the stat line: one eighty-one yards, two picks. That's what he put up at home. TC. Mm. This is the Ravens to lose. All right. You're right, but I already made my stance. I can't change it. I said okay. it on there. All right, you're locked in. You're locked in. Okay, so you have you have Colts, Chargers, correct? Yeah, Colts, Chargers, and uh... – shoot, who did we just talk about? And the um, Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys. Okay, so Bears, Eagles. Okay, who do you have? I got the Bears. I have the Eagles. <laughs> Believe in it, Nick. Okay, I like it. Um, give me your give me your reasoning. I the Eagles defense is like bleeding in the secondary. I yeah. think the short pass game is going to just tear them apart. I think the Bears defense is absolutely incredible, and okay. I don't. I want them to win it all, 
I don't think they will, but they can definitely hold down this Eagles offense. Here's all I'm going to say. Foles magic. That's the only unpredictable right there. Foles magic. Did you see what he did a couple weeks ago where they needed a drive and they were eliminated with a buck 30 yeah. on the clock. It's speared yeah. in the chest at his own 10-yard line. Delivers yeah. a third-down strike. Has to leave the game for a play because he got hit so hard. Comes back in and gets him in a field goal range. Yeah. That's Foles magic. I don't know what it is about him just being this good at this time of the year, but I love it. It's just the magic of the backup quarterback, and I can never get enough of it. Dude, you can't bet against that guy. I mean, Chicago defense is the best in the league. They're amazing. But Trubisky is not getting it done. Not in the playoffs. I think they, I think they definitely win this game. I feel like this is – of all the picks, this is the one I feel most confident about is taking the Bears right here. No way. No way, dude. <laughs> Foles is hot. The Eagles are believing they're going to put a statue of him up next to Rocky. Thanks to Rocky. He's going to be okay. Rocky and Nick Foles for the next 80 years in Philly. Now, could you imagine how insane Philadelphia would be if they won it two years in a row? Dude, it would. It might, I, I don't even know what would happen. The city might literally explode. <laughs> uh, it would be insane. And then you got to start having the conversation. Does Wentz deserve the starting job next year. Dude, I, I don't think it's a storyline you could avoid if Foles won it again. You can't avoid I don't avoid know how it. you could avoid not keeping Foles. Um, it, it'd be <laughs> wild. Foles is winning this game, though. That is all I know. Because it's going to come down to Trubisky's going to have to make a big throw. It's going to be a third and eight, three minutes on the clock. He's going to have to close the game out, and he's not going to do I, it. I think he can. I think he can. We've been up and down on Trubisky all year, and I'm I I'm just gonna stick with him. I, I believe in it. I'm out on. I was higher on him in the middle of the season, and I'm now out on him. Okay. All right. So I'll have to carry the load for both of us. Okay. So you. Okay. So you have blah 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 blah. So you have the Chargers winning and the Colt and the Colts winning. Yeah. Yeah. Chargers Colts. So you're looking at a Chiefs Colts Chargers Patriots. Week uh, divisional round, and you're looking yep. at a Dallas New Orleans Chicago Rams divisional round in the NFC. Yep, man, those are great games. There's no bad games that come out of this. There, like, no, there's not. Ravens win, we get Ravens pass again, which is always a good game. Uh, seeing the Texans play the Chiefs would be absolutely amazing, too. Gosh, that would be so cool. I want to watch that game. So, TC, give me your Playoff, pre-playoff Super Bowl prediction. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Colts Saints. Colts Saints. Wow. That's t- I. I don't know. I, I like Andrew Luck is playing so well. The offensive line is playing so well. I don't see how anyone other than New England is going to beat that team. Yeah. And I think the Saints are just going to – the Saints are going to get it together. I'm not too worried about it. Um, I think the Bears would probably end up losing in the second round. 
And I think if the Cowboys had to play the Saints again, that Bruce would be able to finally crack that. Wow. Dude, Colts do you have? in the Super Bowl is wild. That's bold. Wow, that's bold. All right, I have Seattle over New England. The rematch again. Yeah, wait, like who, who do you have winning? I pick the Colts. Okay. You have the Colts beating the Saints. I would pick the Colts, yeah. Oh my gosh, DC, that's bold. I, I'm on it. I'm on it. I think I think we might be watching the beginning of a little Colts, little not a dynasty, but a run. Uh, Dude, I like I it. DC. I like it a lot. Like watching Andrew Luck play, like he's finally living up to all his potential. Dude, um, if they win, Cowherd's gonna be unlistenable for months. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh god. Now I saw this. I don't remember who said it. It was I was on ESPN this morning. Uh, they said the quarterback that has the most improved in this playoffs is Jared Goff. And yeah. I completely with that statement. Yeah, I, I could definitely get on board with that. I would also say Phillip. <sighs> yeah, but I feel like it's too late in his career to prove anything. I mean, if he wants a Super Bowl, that's great. But... I'd say if he wants to make it to the Hall of Fame, he's got oh, to yeah, yeah, get sure. – maybe he doesn't have to win the Super Bowl. He's got to maybe get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but if Jared Goff comes out and has, has another abysmal playoff run, then uh, the Rams have got to – like. McVay's too good of a play caller. That team's too good offensively to figure – like, he's got to figure something out. Gosh, dude. That... Um, it's going to be – dude, I, I, I know the Packers aren't in it, but I'm so excited about these playoffs. There's so much parity this year. I too. There's going to be a lot of good games. Like, you so... normally get, like, the AFC, the two teams in the AFC, like, you, like the Dolphins are sneaking or – you know, there's always, like, an <laughs> AFC team that you're like, they suck. The uh, 2016 dumpster fire Raiders. Went by, <laughs> yeah. Uh, McLoyne. Oh, yeah, it was Connor. Yeah, Matt yeah. 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 We don't have that this year. We have the Colts, who I really am liking your Colts pick. I've been so blinded by the Seattle love, but I could, I could see that. They're the sixth yeah. seed. The, the Chargers are, what are they, 12 and four? Yeah. As the five I, seed. It's loaded, dude. Like the worst teams to me are probably. The Ravens and the AFC, and that's just because they seem pretty limited on offense and what they can do. Yeah, and that's a team that almost beat the Chiefs a couple weeks ago too. Yeah, and then uh, and they just beat the Chargers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then uh, probably a tie between the Bears and the Cowboys. I feel like both of them can just stagnate on offense at times, but their yeah. defenses are way too good to count them out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing I do want to mention is Baker next year. Is gonna yeah. be unreal. Yeah, the dude's See, a I'm legend. Super, I'm super wary about this because, like, we all, like, pretty much everyone in the world had. All right, San Francisco is gonna be that dark horse Super Bowl team next year. Yeah, yeah. And then by like week three, they were just all right. Well, they're not making anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I'm holding back this year. I'm holding back. Still the Browns, dude. I'm I'm starting to worry that all the talent from Green Bay has relocated to Cleveland. That's what it looks like. (laughs) I'm going to write an article about it. I'm going to call it something like, I I don't even know, uh, the Great Migration or something. I don't don't even know. I haven't thought about it. But if you look at over the last few years, we lost a lot of our scouts. They have all gone to Cleveland. They've all been recruited by Dorsey. We lost Elliot Wolf. 
we have lost a couple players, executives, and now I think McCarthy's going to Cleveland to to groom Baker Mayfield. I can see that too. And it's basically, I'm really, really scared that the success, the culture of the last 25 years in Green Bay has all just walked out the door to Cleveland. And our fortunes are going to reverse like Freaky Friday. I'm getting a horrible, (laughs) horrible feeling in my stomach about it. I'm very scared. Yeah, I I can understand that. And I'm a little, like, if the Jets, like, and this is why I'm not buying the Browns. I'm I'm not going to say one thing or the other about the Browns so I see who they hire as head coach because that's going to say a lot about which way Dorsey's going to go. Um. But, like, to me, like, the Jets need to get rid of McCagney, too. I don't think they'll pull yeah. the trigger until next year. Yeah. And then we'll have to go through the whole thing where we get a new GM, and he's looking at the head coach, and he's got to decide, well, do I want to bring on my own head coach? Or I want to keep this guy because he's only been here for a year. Yeah. But then two years later, he's like, you know what? I think I do want my own head coach. He fires that guy. And it's just round and round in the circle. Yeah. You can't have that, especially with, with Darnold starting. So, McCagney got to go. He has made probably, like, one good trade, and that was getting Darnold. Yeah, um, his picks haven't been great. I, I just don't like. I think cause I, I honestly think McCarthy's probably between the Browns and the Packers. I'm sorry, the Browns and the Jets. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know. What to, like, I don't, I don't know, like, what to feel. Like, because I know I, the worst thing in the world you can get is get a guy you've just seen fail over and over again at someone else. Yeah. But here's the thing, I, I still believe McCarthy's a great coach. He just lost his quarterback a couple years ago. Yeah. Probably two, three years ago, he lost his quarterback. I think McCarthy's a great coach. I think you pair him up with Darnold, like you did with him and Rodgers 12 years ago. And you're going to be in good hands for a long time. I hope so. I really hope so. Um, but, I mean, if I was him and I had to pick between us and the Browns, I'd go to the Browns too. I would go to the Browns mm-hmm. also, yeah. Yeah, I don't. Uh, so I don't know who I want at this point. I'm just. There's no one out there. Gonna kind of chill. There's no There's one really, there. No, like that, like that Eric Benini, Benini. Ah. I, I mean, Andy Reid's the one calling the plays, right? Yeah. What does he do actually? I don't know. I don't know. Like he's listed the offensive coordinator, but I'm super nervous about that. Yeah, I don't like him. They've got I Matt really Lafleur. Like he's been thrown out, and I look at the Titans' offense, and I'm like. It, it, Why would anyone want that for four? I think Cowherd said it took him 12 weeks to figure out to give it to D- Derrick Henry. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't really want him just because he trained under Shanny and McVeigh. Like, he's not Shanny McVeigh. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know, man. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous that the only guy I really want is McDaniels. And even with him, I just think back to his failure in Denver. Yeah. I'm I'm worried, dude. I, I think I think the Packers are headed for a long, long gray period. Yeah, because I mean, it takes a lot to get players to want to come to Green Bay. Yeah, I can't imagine what it takes to get a good coach together too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry. Ah. <sighs> oh. Okay, so we've got our Super Bowl picks. Uh, anything else NFL-wise? Um, 
I really, really want the Bengals to hire Hugh Jackson. <laughs> that would just make me so happy. What, what, dude? What? What are these teams doing? I don't know, but I'm like I won't feel completely safe that we won't hire him until someone else. <laughs> Why is he still in the league? Uh, is there's this wanna... article. There's this article today that uh, Zimmer is really interested in bringing him on as OC if the Bengals don't promote him. As OC. Yeah. I thought he was a DC. Uh, OC is what the article said. He was an offensive guy in Cleveland. That was his thing, he was an <laughs> offensive guy. And the Bengals brought him on as a defensive guy. So I don't I don't I don't understand it either. It doesn't make any sense. But I just I don't want him. Someone else please take him so I can stop worrying about it. <laughs> Here's a Yahoo Sports headline. Hugh Jackson won three games in three seasons, but the Bengals are still interviewing him. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, man. Dude, okay, the, so Vikings that's all I got. Disa- the Vikings are a disaster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you see that video of Cousins arguing with Adam Thielen? I love run around? it, dude. I love it. I you love know it. Thielen's right. That dude's smart. Yeah. I mean, Thielen proved this year he's one of the best wide receivers in the league. Why are you telling him how to run a route? Yeah. Kirk, I think Kirk, everyone has realized that he's a joke. Oh, yeah. And this is what I was oh, preaching yeah. in the offseason. This I want to mention in our year in review next week. <laughs> I've been preaching this to Arnov especially. Because I remember during the preseason, Kirk looked really good. And every time he would throw a touchdown, Arnov would say, Kirk on fire. <laughs> Be scared on or whatever. Fire. And I'm like, just relax. Just relax. He's not that good. And he's not Okay. Oh, man. Perfect. Perfect. All right. We go with the NFL? Yep. We're good. Let's get into our mount something. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. So this is our Mount Elbrus of wedding like songs that are mandatory to be played <laughs> at our weddings. Okay. I will right. kick it off with my first one. Let's hear it. First up on the Mount Elbrus of mandatory wedding songs is Dancing Queen. Oh, ABBA. my gosh. I had that one written down, too. I wrote down so many. <laughs> I was like, Alice is going to have a lot of these, and so I just kept writing that. Dude, there's so many. Yes. There's so many. Yes. That is a must. Dancing Queen is a must. When that comes on at my wedding, at your wedding, at any of our friends' weddings, <laughs> I am losing my mind. I remember at Caitlin's wedding, they didn't play it. And remember that he like came on and said, uh, like make a recommendation. And we're going to do like a speed round. Yeah. And I was like, we haven't had dancing queen yet. That needs to happen. And then he like cut in like a 30 second bit. I was like, we need the whole song. Yeah. You can't just like, you gotta have it. You gotta have it. it it's a must. It's a must. It's gonna be a great time when that comes on. So that's my first one. Okay. Um, so my first one listed, uh, September. Oh, great choice! I can't. That's I, a great choice. You cannot listen to this song and not start jumping up and down and screaming it. It is impossible. When that, I think that played at Caitlin's wedding too. Yeah, and I think it did. Yeah, it, it's just such a happy song. Like, I got married. You're joyful. You're just. Do you remember? <laughs> Yeah. Keep going, keep going. Maybe you'll, maybe Bigfoot will hear. Jerk, come on. <laughs> keep it classy. Sorry, sorry, sir. Back in line. 
<laughs> yeah. So September, like, I mean, honestly, you could you could literally almost pick any '80s song and make an argument for it. But I feel like that one's a must. Dude, I just want to say this too before we go on. This was so hard for me to pick. <laughs> just narrowing it down. Because really, like, I, I could throw in fifteen or twenty. Oh yeah. There's just so many good ones, but that is a great one. That is a great one. I do not have that one on my Ooh, interesting. Okay. though. So, my second one is, and I want to dance with somebody. Oh, that's good too. That's a good too. That's one of my favorite songs. It is. It's one of the easiest songs to dance to, I've ever heard. I we went to this place after Caitlin's wedding called Johnny's Hideaway. I think I've mentioned it before. It's basically just like a yeah, yeah, like yeah. a retro disco club. Yeah. We it was probably like twelve thirty in the morning. We were exhausted. We were about to leave. Like we were like over by the table about to leave. And all of a sudden that came on. <laughs> and it was just like we looked at each other and just ran to the dance floor. <laughs> and it was just like three minutes of just like just Oh my gosh. So fun, like one of the most fun times. That song is in my top three songs ever. I love it so much. It's the best dancing song you could ever dance to. <laughs> it's a mandatory, mandatory to be played at the wedding. Yes. Yes, I, I can agree with that. Um, all right. So now just looking back over exactly what you texted. Okay. It is your wedding, right? You mean like my wedding or yeah, these are no well yeah I mean these are weddings I would like I want this at my wedding yes yes exactly exactly that's why I meant <laughs> so there's one song a little uh, I don't know I say a little I think it's pretty underrated uh, and it would just be a song you know like obviously you go through all the classics the things you want the things right. that say all right, you have to play this at your wedding you have to yep. play this at your wedding but you get near about like seventy five percent through. You know, it doesn't really have to, like, you've gone through the wedding songs now. This can just be, all right, what song, like, is this going to be great to just jump around to? What song are you just going to be, like, everyone's <laughs> into this, everyone's hyped, everyone's feeling it? <laughs> uh, so, it's the song War. It is featured at the end of Agent Cody Banks 2. <laughs> what? It's like, war, what is it good for? Absolutely, Absolutely nothing. nothing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I would, I would just like, I'd go 100 percent on that song all day. Um, <laughs> and like at that point, no one's judging you. Everyone's just like, "Yeah, I get a good song on here. Yeah, let's go." So that that would be at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. <laughs> that is so good, dude. Oh my gosh, I don't, I don't even know what to say about that. It's so random. It's so good. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. That's that's kind of in the same category as everybody was kung fu. Yes. <laughs> like those are like I put those in the same category. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Um Okay, number three on my Mount Elbrus. This is where things like this is where I was like, okay. I started having to weigh like there's gotta be a sentimental one. There's got to be one right. where, you know, you've got your dancing songs, the one that are super fun. But then I need a song that's going to be like, man, I'm about to go on my honeymoon. 
This is the song. Don't want to miss a thing, Aerosmith. Ooh. And oh, it, could, be, it could even be slowed down, maybe an acoustic version. I don't even know. That's good. That, when I hear that song at my wedding, I'm going to be like, I, I might start crying. <laughs> I might just be like, this is unbelievable. I don't know. I, I just think that that is going to be a special moment at the ceremony. It's going to be great. See, like, because I say I put that on my wedding, like the war song, like 100%, we get a wife, we're planning this out. And she started listening to all these sappy songs on there. We're like, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, that works for me. Yeah, that works. <laughs> <laughs> because we told her to be into it, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, <sighs> so I had a similar thought line. Okay. The same. Uh, but mine was Africa. Oh, baby. That was, I almost threw it in there. I almost yeah. threw it in. That's a great I had one. To throw, I, I had to throw it in there. That would be... That was the probably like the slowest one I actually put on here, but I'd have more on there, obviously, if I had a full okay. list. Uh, okay. But you just you can't not have Africa. You can't not have. You, Africa. Yeah, you can't. That is a staple. Yeah, it's such a good song, dude. Have you ever seen like on YouTube like the live version of that? Yes. Oh man, dude, they're just jiving. I, I just like that's another one of those songs I like. I really want would want to go hear live. Like yeah, like, the time travel back. We're listening to Africa. Oh. Yeah, that that's kind of like September take on me. Like it's all yes. those just yes. they're just jives. <laughs> they're just oh, it's good to be alive songs. I love it. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Okay, so my last one, and this is this is an interesting one because in my when I picture my wedding, I'm not even going to be there for this song. It's Frank Sinatra, New York, New York. And the way I see this going down is everyone's exhausted from dancing all night. Mm-hmm. It's one in the morning. We have left to our, wherever we went. And then all the families and friends are still there. The DJ's still grooving. Everyone's a little drunk on wine. People have their shirts unbuttoned, their cuffs rolled up to their elbows. <laughs> And we'll just start playing some Frank. And everyone gets up there and just starts slow dancing with each other. Maybe you pull out a couple cigars. It's going to be the way to end the night. You get your last scoop of dessert. That's how the wedding's going to end. With a Frank. New York, New York. uh, All all his classics. I like it. I like it. That's a a good way to wind down with some Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to happen. Okay. So... Uh, I have this last, my last song. I have it planned. Uh, we do whatever because you get married, you have to dance like the first song, it's a little slower. Uh, right. so whenever that period ends, this is gonna be the first, like, all right, let's get this party started song. Okay, uh, <laughs> I would walk 500 miles, and I would walk, walk 500. 500. <laughs> I that one is so great. <laughs> Dude, that is a great song. Who sings that song? I can never remember. Uh, uh, it's like white something, isn't it? Maybe. I have absolutely no idea. But, like, you just get that song. Like, it's sort of a love song, kind of. The Proclaimers. Um, didn't even know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Um, but you get that. You're, you're just, you know, 
All right, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so I really think it'd be super fun to be a wedding DJ. It would be fun. Like, for fun people, I think. You get some people are just going to... Oh, like, could you imagine a country wedding? Oh, that would suck. That would suck. That would suck. But, like, if, if we were to become, like, wedding DJs, I've begun building a wedding playlist. I've got about 70 songs on here. And okay. every, every single one of them I look at, I'm just like, I could jive to that right now. Wake me up before you go, go. Oh, yeah. Little goo goo dolls, my girl, <laughs> shut up and dance. Like, it's just all these songs. Like, oh, I think I could throw a party for people. I we mean, should just have like wedding parties without actually like having a wedding. Now that is interesting. So it's like just a party. <laughs> I wonder if you could do so- yeah, what if you could do something like that where it's just like, hey, we're throwing a dance party. Dress up like you're going to a wedding. There'll be food, there'll be drinks, and there's a dance party. So basically floor. basically that party Jeff threw like the last <laughs> we didn't go to. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. But better. <laughs> but better, but better. Um, Interesting, so I like that. My, uh, I have a friend, my ex-roommate, he's getting married in October, and okay. his fiance is my boss right now, not my weird boss. Right, 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 right. Um, so she was Meg, telling right? me, she's a, uh, no, not Meg, her name's Madison. Meg was my old boss. Got it, got it, okay. Uh, but she was telling me how there's this Facebook group that she joined for, like, just, like, wedding planning stuff, and... Yeah. Like the past month, there was like this big trend where people were trying to convince uh, like other people, and it like got pretty popular uh, to walk down the aisle. To she put the link just to the like the audio for the song. It was just like just black screen was just audio playing. She's like, yeah. just walk down the aisle to this song. It's so beautiful. No one ever knows what it's from, so no one's gonna care. And it's just like a really good wedding song. Okay. And so, <laughs> Madison said she clicked on it. <laughs> the opening instrumental to Jurassic Park started playing. <laughs> and she said like there was like 50 people like commenting like this is great I'm totally gonna do this this is such a good idea I love this music what's it from <laughs> how do they not know what it's from is it different it's like the no it was it was pretty clear like Jurassic Park I was like I played it like three seconds in I'm like that's Jurassic Park <laughs> so if that ever happened, I would just die laughing. That would be amazing. Dude, I, I, I remember at uh, you, did you ever go to beta convention? No, I didn't. I joined beta like my last year. They would always play like at the big conference. Like everyone would walk in for like the big annual meeting to the pirates' music. That would be pretty dope. That would be pretty sick too. Oh man! All right, so. Uh, great episode we haven't lost a step no we haven't we still got um, it <laughs> to all our new listeners a welcome uh i hope you enjoyed it we probably won't ever see you again but um <laughs> so all right so here, here's my thoughts for the next episode now uh, tori said she's 100 percent down to do the next episode okay uh, sweet she was like out of the country for whatever um so we can get her on. We can get she's gonna come up with some red flags and guys. Ooh. That, yeah, that we are going to explain away. Okay. From the guys' perspective. Okay. Uh, 
and we're gonna hand her our red flags and girls and just kind of get get her thoughts on that okay good yeah because we need we need stuff on that we need yes. answers yes now hopefully fingers crossed if the timing works out so i go to disney next friday okay and i'll be gone for like uh almost a week and a half before i get back gosh that's gonna be so, so fun dude yeah it's gonna be great so pretty much anytime before next friday i'll be good to pod okay, okay. uh so I think we have like an eight hour car ride down there. I think we save the year in review till after that. Okay. I can research and make some notes for the pods. I'll just spend a whole eight hours listening to us podcast over okay. and over again. Okay. Be <laughs> great. I got to do the same, dude. I got to do the same. Uh, okay. So, so next week, you're in review in two weeks. Yes. Perfect. It sounds great. It sounds great. I can't wait. We're going to have our first female goat. First female goat? The Tory uh, goat. The very first thing she said was, uh, also, what's your podcast about? <laughs> I wasn't really sure how to answer the question. <laughs> well, I guess you'll find out. Oh, man. So, super excited for it. You guys are going to love it. Perfect. <sighs> Perfect. Well, another great episode, TC. Again, to all our listeners, thanks for sticking through or skipping through to this point. We appreciate it. <laughs> Go give us a like. Give us a review. Every single thing matters and yeah, helps yeah. us. Like and subscribe, please. <laughs> like and subscribe. We're going to get a website up here very shortly once we find jobs. And, and we're taking this thing to the next level. We're, we're, we're everywhere now. We might set up a Patreon. Ooh, that'd be good. We've had that, that monetize button on our... Uh, podcast anchor podcast or forever that I just keep clicking ignore for <laughs> i mean we have 20 or 30 plays an episode we're big yeah time. three days into january we're at 40 something listens it only took us nine months <laughs> yeah right <laughs> i'm telling you we made it to see in, in a year from now who knows we might have 80 listeners Ooh, let's try to keep our expectations a little low here you're right you're right we'll, we'll stick to 50 50 is the goal for 2020 All right, dude. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next week. Adios. Adios.